Hey y'all, it's Gigi here. Um, India is right beside me right now. Hey guys. So today's video, we are going to be doing, um, the title of this video is Knowing God for Yourself. You know, a lot of people can... Actually, the title is Sunday Christians. Oh, this, so what is that? So I'm glad you asked. So Sunday Christians is... Basically, what I used to be, I used to be a Sunday Christian. I used to go to church every Sunday and still not know God for myself. So, yes, you are right, actually. It is about knowing God for yourself, and that's what today is about. So, right. Yes, you're right. I just titled it differently. Mm-hmm. I just said Sunday Christian, so I feel like that's catchy. Yeah, I like that. Sunday Christians. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so without further ado... Um, we're just going to pray, and then I'm going to share a quick testimony, and then, yeah, we'll get into it. Do I know about this testimony? Um, yeah, but I didn't tell you I was going to do it. <laughs> Mouth it. Why? Really quick. Just really quick. Okay. No, wait. I'm about to say it. I'm about to say it. So oh, okay. Do you want me to, I can pray first. Okay, that's fine. If you, if you don't mind. Go ahead. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this time. Um, Father God, I just first want to thank you for who you are. You, God, are powerful. You are mighty. You are everlasting, Father yes, God. Lord. You are good. And there is nobody like you, Father God. Thank Here you, we are today, Father God, <clears throat> recording this podcast, Heavenly Father, so that you can just use us as your vessels, Lord God. Yes, we pray, God, for words of wisdom. In Jesus' name, we pray, God, that... Most of what we say will be coming from you and not from our own selves. Yes, in Jesus' in name, Jesus Heavenly name. Father, I ask you for forgiveness of every sin that I have committed. Yes, in God. Jesus' name, we thank you, God, for your mercy. We thank you, God, for your grace. We thank you, God, because today you will take over this podcast. Yes, we Jesus. thank you, God, because you are already present. Yeah. In Jesus' mighty name, we welcome your Holy Spirit in this place. Amen. Saturate Amen. your Holy yes, Spirit God. in this place, Father God. Touch us, Father God. Use us. In Jesus' name, I pray, God, for a fresh fire, fresh boldness, and a fresh anointing. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Um, All right, so let's go ahead and start with my testimony. So when I say that I used to be a Sunday Christian, what I mean by that is that I used to go to church every Sunday with my family. And um, Gigi, too, we would go to church every Sunday. Mm -hmm. Um, And we would just, you know, worship God feel the presence of the Holy Spirit, and be like, okay, that's all I need for the week. Um, now I can go home and do, do whatever, whatever I want. Right. right. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> Yo, <it's> <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so, but that is really what you call a Sunday Christian because I just, I just got my fix with the Holy Spirit on Sunday and totally forgot about him throughout the rest of the week. But if you truly want to be a Christian and if you truly want to be a Christ follower, it's really about relationship. You know, church can only do so much for us. Church is really just a booster for the week. Church is like, okay, this is what you need to do. Now go out and do it. But it's not like, okay, this is where we um, feel the presence of God and then we leave and do whatever. Right. And that's how I thought it was. And we don't want to go to church and leave church the same way we came in church exactly and too many sundays i was doing that too many times i would go to church come back the same way and even in school like if god was ever brought up um 
I would say, oh, yeah, I'm a Christian. And then they would be like, oh, really? I didn't know that. Right. And I'm like, I low-key, like, I was like, dang, how do you not know that? But then at the same time, I thought, like, girl, you don't, you don't reveal that, like, at your all. Your lifestyle like, doesn't show Your that. lifestyle, right, it doesn't show that you are a Christ follower. So I, I wasn't surprised at the same time. But that's around the time that I started getting confused with my identity about who I was mm-hmm. and about who God wants me to be in this life and what my purpose really was. And I feel like everybody goes through that in life, mm-hmm. trying to find out what their purpose is, especially us teens right. and young adults. We go through that saying, like, what am I really meant to do on this earth? And everybody comes to that realization. And once you come to that realization, you have to realize that Jesus is the only fulfillment that we need. And once we seek him above everything, then that's when everything else will fall into place. Amen. Amen. So we're going to talk about knowing God for yourself and how we can have our own relationship with him. So what verses do you have that give us that um, knowledge? Okay. So in Romans chapter 14, verse 12, and this is the NLT version, it says, yes. Each of us will give a personal account to God. So it says, yes, each of us will give a personal account to God. Parents can't be like, all right, God, I'm going to heaven with you, but you got to take my child. Exactly. Salvation is individual. individual. And I just think that it's so important for us not to only, like, go to church on Sundays, but to actually develop that personal relationship with him. Mm -hmm. Like, when you can, and you can have that personal relationship, right, and... The beautiful thing about having a personal relationship, you can call on God whenever you want. Right. Whenever you need to. You can be like, God, I need you right now in Jesus' name. And I need you, God, to just come through. I need your peace. I need your comfort. But I'm glad you said that because also, too, we shouldn't call on God just when we need something. Oh, yes. That it should be a... A daily thing. Yes. It should be like, God, what do you want me to do today? Or, God, this happened today. This is how I feel. Mm -hmm. Or, God... How do you feel about today? What do you feel like today? Right. It's have, like talking to God is like it's ha- you need to have a conversation with him. So right. if you need answers, right, if you want God to speak to you, you don't want to only just tell God what you need and like mm-hmm. um, what you want. You want to be like, God, but I also need you to speak to me at this moment. Mm-hmm. And um, I need God to hear you clearly. You want to make sure that you know what God wants for you, too. You can't right. just pray the prayer, God, I want this. Amen. No, you have to say, God, what is your will for me? Mm-hmm. And let your will be done. Let your will be done. Because that's a true relationship. And that just shows that you love God. Right. Because you want what he wants for you. Love is sacrificial, so you're going to sacrifice your will. You're going to sacrifice your plans. Right. You're going to sacrifice what you want to do so that God's will can be done in your life. And so many people are holding... Bro, come on. Come on, guys. So many people are holding on to things that they want. Right? right when God is calling them to take a different path, right. you want that job, but God is, but God is like, nah, yeah. I want this job for you. Right, you want that relationship? No, God is saying, I want this relationship for you, right. and that right there, it just needs to, your will needs to align with God's will, mm-hmm. and when it does, that just shows that you love Him, because exactly. you're like, God, I want your will to be done in my life. Exactly, and like with the job thing that you just said, we are all there for a reason, you know. God was the one that has allowed us to get that job because if it wasn't God's will for us to be there, he would not allow us to even get through to the interview and get through to, hey, you're hired, you know, because God, 
he orders all of our steps. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to the point where you're like, all right, I don't like this job, ask God, why am I here before you quit? Mm-hmm. Ask God, what is my assignment here? Amen. And I know that's kind of off topic from what we were talking about, but that definitely ties into what you were saying. Right. Right. Literally, I'm looking at my notes. I was like, where do I go from here? Because that's know, not like, even. I'm like, that's not even what I was supposed to say. Like, um, right. let me see. This is legit. This is raw. This is real. <laughs> <laughs> but I think another verse, too, that helps me with that is 2 Timothy 1, 7, which says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity. But of power, love, love and, and sound, sound mind or self-discipline. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I feel like this also ties into, you know, the Sunday Christians. Because when we leave church, we are sent into the streets. Mm. That's our time to display the glory of God. And if we're fearful, how will people know what the gospel is? Yeah, so, like, yo, I was there. I was once there. Right? So, like, I would go to church. I would leave church. I truthfully had a desire to, like, allow God to use me and speak through me and just use me as his vessel. But, like, the spirit of fear would, like, hold me back from being Mm -hmm. bold. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to even lie. Like, I can admit this to you. Sometimes I do become, like, worried about, like, how I can go up to a person and just um, talk to them about Jesus, you know, because I'm not, I don't know their reaction. But, like, Inya said, God did not give us the spirit of fear, but the spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. So, we definitely have that authority. We definitely have that power to um, overcome fear. Right. Right? And, And do what God called us to do. And every time we feel like there is a fearful like sense within us Mm -hmm. we have to recognize that that is not of god we have to recognize that that is of the enemy right and if you know your authority in christ if you know god for yourself you will know your authority in christ yep and you will know the holy spirit and you will know the discernment between what is of the holy spirit and what is not and Mm -hmm. fear is not of the holy spirit so we have to remember to pray that off yep every time we sense it and a lot of Christians, like, they're silent. Mm-hmm. Like, the enemy, what he wants to do is silence you. Right. He wants to silence your voice. He wants to make you not step into that power and authority that the Lord has placed inside of you. Right. So that he can win you over, you know. But God, like, he gave us that authority and that power so that we can speak out and against the enemy and tell him to flee in the name of Jesus. And Guys, there is power in the name of Jesus. Like, the enemy has no other choice but to bow down before his name. Right. You know? Like, literally, before I go to bed, I'd be like, enemy, you need to flee. Every devil I oh my kick God, it out same. of this house in Jesus' like, name. Me too! And, I, and I'd be like, devil, you know that you have no other choice but to bow down before my God. Right. No, literally, every night, I'm like, God, I know that. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. prosper. And I'm like, enemy, this is your time to go. And I say, in the name of Jesus, God, I pray that you send your Holy Spirit into this place. Come on. And no other spirit but the Holy Spirit. I'd be like, like, no spirit is allowed in this house but the the Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Yeah. Oh, we're probably yelling. Oh, dang. (laughs) No, but seriously, like, I pray that prayer at night, too. And I feel like because, especially at night, Mm-hmm. People have like night terrors or yep. 
or like demonic um experiences mm-hmm. and i'm just like god not today mm-hmm. i'm just like god i know that your holy spirit is peace it is comforting mm-hmm. so god just send that into my room that's all i need i'm like just send Amen. that into this spot send this into this place mm-hmm. and i'm just like because sometimes i feel like no before okay y'all when i was a sunday christian i remember so many times mm-hmm. when this was when we had the bunk bed I remember so many times I would go to, I would be like, God, all right, I'm going to pray tonight because I would forget to pray. God, I'm going to pray tonight. So help me pray tonight. So I would be in the middle of my prayer and I would wake up the next morning. I'm like, dang, I didn't pray last night. Uh, I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel bad. So I was like, God, I'm going to pray tonight. I'm going to pray tonight. Every night I would say that. God, I'm going to pray tonight. Mm-hmm. And we'll forget to pray every single night. Yeah. Every single night. And... It was the weirdest thing because I know that God's hand was upon me because every night I would still wake up and breath would be in my lungs. Come on. And I'm like, God, you don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. Now that I know and now that I actually have my relationship with God, I'm like, wow, God, you did that because you know that I had a purpose in you. Amen. And I have a purpose in you. And that it wasn't over yet. So you kept waking me up that's Mm. this is for somebody today yep god is waking you up every day and he knows what you're doing right now he knows what you did yesterday and he knows what you're gonna do tomorrow but he woke you up this morning because there is a plan and a purpose over your life in jesus name jesus name amen and i feel like a lot of people don't know that Mm -hmm. and that's why they're so stuck yep that's why they're so depressed they're like why am i here i keep waking up yep like they're like, why am I waking up? They feel like they have no purpose. Yeah. But the truth is because there's a void in your heart. Mm-hmm. And I know that because when I had went to my friend's church, um, I had went up to the front because the Holy Ooh. Spirit was moving. What? That void is a calling from God. Mm. That void is a calling from God, bro. Dude, no. When I went up to the front of that church... I was like, all right, I have to go to the front. I'm like, God, I don't want to do this. But, like, he was pushing me, like, go to the front, go to the front. I was like, fine, I'll go to the front just for you. I'll go to the front. And I'm like, so I went to the front, and this lady prayed for me. And as soon as she put her hands on my head, I just started bawling. Because I was just like, I already know I'm in the wrong God. Mm-hmm. I already know. So I'm going to just cry anyways. <laughs> and then she spoke to me in my ear. She goes, there's a darkness in your heart. Mm. She goes, you have God wants to use you. God wants to put his spirit in you, but you have to let go of the world. Amen. Amen. I literally I still what? get chills to this day. Like to this day. How no, cool. literally she told me you gotta let go of the world. And I'm like, wow. That's and for I somebody knew, out there. I, yes, that is for somebody the out there. You have to let go of the world. And you know what it is? Yeah. I knew exactly what she was talking about too. I was mm-hmm. like, dang. Alright. <laughs> I was like, yeah. God, I need your help though because I got school tomorrow. <laughs> it's Sunday. I, know, I got I school know. tomorrow. Like you already know, I'm about to back, go back to that. Right, back to reality. <laughs> right. So I was like, I just need God's help. Yeah. Glory to God. Um, the pandemic happened shortly after that. Yo, that listen That pandemic it was great. It for was me. okay. It was obviously, good. Obviously it was bittersweet because one, you're stuck in the house isolation, but that's the time where I truly developed my own Same. relationship with God. Same. And I'm like, wow, God, this happened for a reason. God was like, all right, you know what? I feel like this is how I imagine it. That God was like, 
too many people are separated from me. I'm going to just gather everybody together through this isolation period, and they're about to know who I am. Yeah. And I feel like that's how it was, for me, at least. No, what the enemy meant me- meant for evil. God turned, God turned it around for, for good. Yep. Absolutely. And, like, as far as, like, going back to school and stuff, I already know I was a lukewarm Sunday Christian. I already knew. So, but that's what God was trying to free me from. That's why he said let go of the world. And I'm going to read to you guys. Revelation 3.16, but since you are like lukewarm water, neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. And that's from Revelation. And that means that we cannot worship God on Sunday, whatever day you worship God or whatever day you give honor and glory to God. And then after that, you just live your life how you want to. Right. And totally forget about him. That's not how it rolls. Right. Like, how are people supposed to know that you're Christian outside of church walls? Mm. You have to remember that. And I have to remember. I'm speaking to myself, by the way, Come guys. On, I'm not. Yo, Go ahead. I'm so sorry. The Bible does say, oh, my gosh. I don't even know the book or the scripture. Mm-hmm. I don't know the exact scripture, but scripture does talk about something like, um, how would they know if nobody tells them? That's the one I want to... Come on. Can I find it? I think it's like Galatians. It, it has to be. No, no, no. No, it has to be. It's like Galatians. Girl, I'm about to look it up. Hold no, up. I know which one you're talking about, though. It's like... It's like... um, It was Paul, I think, speaking to the church. Mm. And he was talking about how you can't... um, You can't expect somebody, like, basically... You can't expect nobody to be Christian Ooh. if they don't know what Christianity is. But how will they know unless somebody Ooh. tells them? How would they know? How would they know? Boom. And how... Okay, I don't know the book, because obviously I didn't take a picture of the book, but it says, but how can they call on him to save them unless they believe in him? And how can they believe in him if they have never heard about him? And how can they hear about him unless somebody tells them? Amen. That's good. I think that's Galatians, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong, but that's what I think it is. No, serious. Like, it's true. I feel like that that's something that I really struggled with as a lukewarm Sunday Christian. Romans 4, 13, NLT. It says, clearly God's promise to give God's promise to give the whole earth to Abraham and his descendants was not based on his obedience to God's law. Yes. But on a right relationship with God that comes by faith. Y'all know that Abraham um was not made righteous by like keeping God's law. Right. But made righteous by having faith in Jesus. Yes. That's right. Why I if love you that. wanna be made righteous, you gonna have a personal relationship with God that is listen. Have a faithful personal relationship with God. Yeah, and actually this one ties into it too. Mark seven, six to seven. Yep. Jesus replied, You hypocrites. Isaiah mm. was right when he prophesied about you, for he wrote, These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Their wow. worship is a farce, for they have for they teach man made ideas. And who was he as commands from God. And who was he talking about? He was about? talking about the, the Pharisees. Yep. Get out of here with the religious crap. <laughs> the religious spirit, I rebuke you in Jesus' name. Listen, bro, today, I'm probably screaming. You are. Probably like muffled. Like, they probably, what if somebody's listening to it with headphones? That's damaging to your <laughs> ear. <laughs> 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 oh, 
no, but Next. listen, that, no, listen. That was the religious people. Yeah, the Pharisees. He was talking like, about the Pharisees because in the book of Isaiah, he prophesied of the Pharisees, right? Yeah. So Jesus is reminding the Pharisees of Isaiah's prophecy about them being far from God. They cared only about following the Mosaic law and did not acknowledge that Jesus is the law. And he is the one who is going to set people free of their sins completely. It's not the law itself that's wow. going to do that. So, I okay. Today. Was there, I have a question. Mm-hmm. All right. Was there ever a time when you worshipped God on Sunday or whenever, but the words you were singing did not align with your heart? Absolutely. Okay. Explain. Um, I'm trying to think of one of the songs. Oh. Here I am to worship. Here I am to bow down. Here I am to say that you're my God. You're all together lovely. All I love that song. Yeah, so it goes on. But, like, you notice how the song is saying, Here I am to worship. Mm-hmm. Here I am to bow down. Mm-hmm. And then, what, what goes after that? Here I am to say that you're my God. So, listen, my lifestyle back then was not matching up with that song. Right. Because was I worshiping God? Was I take time? Was I taking time out for him? Right. No. You right. know, mm-hmm. and like my also too. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna. I'm not trying to cut you off. But the songs that you sing, I feel like you're speaking words into existence when you worship God. Yeah. You're saying like, "Here I am to worship. Mm-hmm. I'm coming here to worship. Mm. I'm coming here to bow down, and say that you are my God." Yeah. And I love this song. It speaks into existence. Fear is not my future. You are. I love that song. Me too. And I love it because when you just sing that, you're speaking into existence that fear is not your future. Heartbreak is not your home. Yeah. Sickness is not your story and death is not the end. That is just encouragement Mm. to the core. It is. And I just feel like, yes, those songs are encouraging and you speak them into existence, but you have to remember that heart posture matters. Mm. Where's your heart at when you're singing those things? Or when you're saying those things? Right. Where's your heart at? So, God tells us in Joshua 1.9, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Amen. I love that. Amen. That's it just really says comforting. everything. It just says everything right there. God is Yo, with and you. This is, amen. And this is why it's so important to read the word. This is why I need to read the word personally. Because right. I just feel like it gives me so much comfort and peace and mm-hmm. affirmation and reassurance. Right. And it just really brings me back to the feet of Jesus. Yes. You know? It's like my safe place. Like, God is really my safe place. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm having a bad deal or something... I can just go to my room and just, like, like position my heart to receive from Jesus. And I can mm-hmm. just be in my room, just start to worship, start to read, start to pray. And, like, that is when things start start to shift. Right. That is when I feel his peace. That is when I feel his comfort. And, honestly, like, I'm here to say, like, God wants you to go to him for safety. Because, yeah. you know, a lot of the times we can feel like we're alone. We can feel... 
I'm safe, I'm protected. But God is just saying, like, here, I'm right here, daughter. I'm right here, son, with open arms. And right. you can just come under the, sh- under the, um, what is it called? Shadow of my Shadow name? of the Almighty. Shadow of the Almighty. No, literally, um, I love that because as a lukewarm, mm-hmm. I did, I knew God was real. I never doubted his existence. Yeah. But I guess for me, I was more like, okay, but God doesn't show up in my life. Mm. So why should I worship him? Okay. You yeah. know? Yeah. I was like, well, what's the what's the point? Mm-hmm. He's doing it for other people, but he's not doing it for me. Well, we have free will. And that's what I had to right. We got free will. And that's why when I when I gave my life to God, he revealed to me. Yeah. That my heart posture was faced against him. Mm. That's why I wasn't receiving. And that's yeah. why I didn't know Jesus. Right. That's why I didn't have a relationship. And that's why I couldn't see the miracles right in front of me was because Ooh. my heart was beat. It was against. Oh, yo, that's good. Spiritual blindness, bro. Yeah. So many people are oh my sleeping, goodness. Dude, there's bro. so many. Bro. There's, yo, the Holy Spirit moving. There's so many people who are spiritually dead. Yep. Like, People be like, I don't believe in God when they literally seen for their for their own from their from their own eyes, right? For their own, <laughs> yeah. For their own, <laughs> <laughs> from they've seen for themselves that you know God is really a miracle worker, mm-hmm. and like there's evidence his his evidence is here. The kingdom, the evidence of his kingdom is present. The word of God says that the kingdom of God is at hand. Do you guys see? I need, not even me. God wants you to open your eyes spiritually and wake up and see that his Holy Spirit is amongst us. And that Jesus is coming real soon to pick up the body of Christ, okay? The church, his believers, the followers of Jesus Christ. He's coming to pick them up. Um, And honestly, God is just saying, wake up. Yeah. Wake up in Jesus' name. And I'm here to declare that to you. Wake up in the name of Jesus. And I need you all to see. I need you guys to see what God is doing. There's deliverance taking place. There is restoration taking place. I've seen miracles with my own eyes. Demons were casted out of me. Demons were casted out of India. Right. Like, we've seen this stuff with own eyes, with our own eyes. God has proven himself to be faithful. God has proven himself to be real. And there's Mm -hmm. no reason that we should be doubting God or even, like, there's no reason that we shouldn't have relationship with him. Right. You know? Yes. It's, we're not here to do what we want to do. We're here to worship God. We're here to serve him. We're here to encounter his love. You right. know? And you can't even... I'm so sorry. No, no, you And there's a lot of people that be like, I know God. First of all, if your life does not... Your life your life doesn't even probably show that. Right. You're not even loving everybody. Right. You don't know the first thing about God. If you don't even love everybody, you don't know the first thing about God because God is love. Right. On top of that, like... Love doesn't mean you pick and choose who you right. get to love. Right. That means even loving the person that hurt you. Mm-hmm. That means even forgiving them. Right. Because we can't claim that we are 100% devoted to God, Christ mm-hmm. followers, nothing can stop me. Mm-mm. If we have not even forgave that one person, mm-hmm. and you know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, God looks at our heart. Do you ever think about how Jesus was so quick to forgive us? 
Yeah, but we can't be quick to forgive. But those we, children. but we can't even do that for somebody else. Right. Who's probably just as sinful as us. Yep. If not, we're probably more sinful. Mm-hmm. In the Bible, Paul says, "I am the worst of sinners," yet Jesus, He still loves us and sent Amen. His Holy Spirit to us. Amen. So why cannot? We love somebody else the way Jesus loves us. No matter what they have done to us. And you know what? I think that there there is a lot of us who call ourselves Christian. Mm-hmm. We can pray. You know, we read and stuff. We worship God. We're kind of living that lifestyle of being Christian. But, like, you know, we all, they're all, there's, I know that there's once has came a time where, Somebody hurt our feelings really bad. Right. And they just did us dirty. They probably talked down on us. They probably talked behind our backs. Just saying all this stuff about us. And still to this day, we're holding that grudge. Mm-hmm. I think God is saying, I need you to let go of that grudge mm-hmm. and go love that person so that that person can feel my love. Yes. You know, like, although you're doing this to my child, yeah, yeah. I'm still, I'm still gonna love you. I'm still gonna use my child to show you that I love you. Right. And I was thinking, like, you okay, at I mean? at group yesterday, cause I'm in a a freedom group for church. Um. They were giving us a picture. Yeah. And how, like, if we have bitterness or unforgiveness towards somebody, and we're bitter about it. Yeah. It's like setting yourself on fire, and hoping that the other person gets burned. Or dies mm-hmm. from secondhand inhalation of, you know, the smoke. Yeah. But, dude, you're hurting yourself. Yep. And you're like, well, I hope they're hot, but I'm hotter because I'm burning because <laughs> I want them to be hot. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, dude. Oh, like, yeah. You have to realize that you're only hurting yourself. Because mm-hmm. even in the group, he also said, like, I promise you they don't care. I promise you they're not as mad as you are. So, we got to think about... Am I doing this for myself? Holding yeah. unforgiveness? Is that healthy? That's so unhealthy, guys. It's it so is. unhealthy. It is. You got to realize that unforgiveness is of the devil. Amen. Unforg- the devil is so quick to tell you, you know what? Remember what they did to you last time? Yeah. Yeah, don't. Yeah. Mm-mm, I don't trust them. Like, <laughs> dude, I don't trust you. Right. You liar. Like, you you liar. Me. Everything that you say is literally not the truth. Anything that the devil says is not the, the truth. The Bible says it, you guys. And what is the Bible? The truth. All he knows is lies. He All he can do, all he can yep. say is lie, lie, the lie, Bible, lie, lie. The lie. Bible literally states, Jesus literally tells us through the word, through scripture, that the devil is the father of all, all lies. lies. Right. Let me tell you something. Stop being a victim of the enemy. Mm. Just stop being a victim of the enemy. You keep on believing the freaking lies of his butthole when, like, (laughs) you're supposed to be, like, stomping on him. Like, Mm -hmm. Jesus gave you that victory to stomp on every serpent, every snake, every devil Mm -hmm. that you face in life. And you know what that is. Yeah. Like, he gave you power. He gave you authority, like we were saying earlier. He gave you the spirit of power, love, and, and a sound mind. Like... Stomp on the enemy. Yep. Stomp on his neck and send him back to the pit of hell where he exactly. came from. You know how I visualize the devil? 
like in my head like that cartoon that you saw yeah M- mulan yeah you mulan. haven't seen it i have yeah yeah okay so like you know like the mini little dragon in mulan mm-hmm. i forgot his name but the mini little dragon was trying to seem fierce for like these people and so he was behind like a shadow yeah and like an echo mm-hmm. was helping him to have a deeper voice and like mm-hmm. a stronger more authoritative voice and the people on the other side just saw the echo and her- just heard the echo mm-hmm. and saw the shadow which made him look big and sound like he had a deep scary voice yeah but if you think about it behind all that he's just a mini little dragon yep a tiny yeah. little snake looking dragon he has no legs he has he no has... arms he's disarmed he's a snake he <laughs> he's a snake he's just like why are we we have to think about like who am i fighting against Ooh. we have to be like Ding, 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 ding. No, 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 guys. It's a, no, like, literally, I read something, and it was like, it is an insult to compare God to the devil. That is an insult. Like, there's no. You know, I thought it was Yo, I'm so serious. Come like, on. You know? Yes, that's so powerful. It is powerful. Glory to God. Man. Yes. This this episode I feel like it went all over the place, but but guess what? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, because we started talking about Sunday Christians, we ended up with Mulan. <laughs> well, anyways, we asked the Holy still, Spirit to move. Yes. So, so that's exactly what he did. Amen. And it, it made we have an agenda, but guess what? It got screwed up. I only <laughs> met with two points. <laughs> oh, churches. Let me speak to the churches really quick. Okay. Throw out your agenda. Throw it out because, bro, God wants to move in mighty ways in yes, your church. Yes. We, yo, we I have to throw, pastors we have to throw out the agenda. Throw it throw, out. Throw out the agenda because revival. Revival is going to take place. Yes, it's taking place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have to see that. Yeah. The veil is torn. The, I feel like that's a perfect way uh, to end this. Uh, Thank you guys so, so much for watching this. Babe texted me. Dude, we're in the middle of I know. I keep saying dude today, and I say, like, zood, though. Like, (laughs) zood. We're about to pray because this is 40 minutes. This is a whole sermon. (laughs) How long did you think this was? How long did you think it was? 40-something minutes. Girl, 40 minutes. And I was looking at it when you were still speaking. It was at 31, 32. (laughs) She's still going. <laughs> but that's fine because the Holy Spirit moves in mighty ways. Amen. And we just have to let him. Amen. So we're going to pray tonight. All right. Tonight. So everybody, wait, this this afternoon, everybody bow your heads. <laughs> Father God, we just thank you for this podcast episode. Yes, God, we thank you that you have given thank us you. the words to speak. God, we thank, thank you for our agenda, Father God. You, Father God. But Father God, we thank you for wrecking thank our you. agenda. We thank you, God, because you had your turn to speak. We have given you yes, your God. your chance to speak and your opportunity, God. So, Father God, I pray that every day that you help us remember that if we just let you, yes. your Holy Spirit can move, God. Yes, and I pray, Lord, Father God, Jesus. for those who are lukewarm, Father God, listening mm-hmm. to this, God, that do want to change their ways, that do want to let go of the world, oh God. Yeah. I pray, God, that you just send them opportunities, I God. Send them, Father God, people that will uplift them in Christ, God. Father God, I pray, God, that in the mighty name of Jesus, that you give them the opportunity like you 
give me the opportunity every day. God, you have awakened them today, gave them breath in their lungs today, Father God. They breathe your name every second, God. And I thank you, God, because it's for a reason. And I thank you, God, because even if it's not right now, it's going to happen where their purpose is going to take place, God. Because even when I didn't understand why you kept waking me up, God, you remind me today, God, that this is the very reason why you kept waking me up, God. And I thank you, God, because they're going to step into their calling. They're going to step into their purpose, God. Yes, Lord. They are going to win souls for Christ, God. No one will be left behind in the mighty name of Jesus. Because you are the God that we serve. And I thank you, God, that you are the God of the impossible. And I thank you, Lord, for this podcast episode, God. I pray that even in our next episodes, Father God, that you continue to use us as vessels in Jesus' name. God, continue to show us how, Father God, how to be used in every episode, God. And help us to take it episode by episode, God. Do not let us over plan. Do not let us be over organized God but let us leave room extra room for your Holy Spirit to move and I thank you God for this time I thank you God for everyone who is watching I pray for blessings over their lives today God let them be able to see all the million little miracles that you show them Father God and I thank you for just for everything I thank you for this day and I just pray that you just bless us all in the mighty name of Jesus Jesus. Amen. Amen Well, thank you guys. You already know what to do. Thank you guys. We will see you guys next week, God willing, Thursday. All right? Yes, you guys. Bye. (laughs) Chase Holy. Chase.